0: Welcome to the Eric Schleim podcast, where personal development platitudes can get the hell out. Completely devoted to ontology, breaking down distinctions of human consciousness as an access to enhancing performance. Here's your host, Eric Schleim.
1: Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Eric Schlein Podcast. Today's episode is quite different. It is a repurposed interview uh, from quite a few years ago that um, I had done with a co-host and also with Jimmy Fallon, who we had interviewed uh, on WRUB at University of Buffalo. Uh, NBC had contacted us. Um, he was doing a college radio tour to promote um, the Tonight Show. And uh, we had the opportunity to interview him. So without ado, here is our interview of Jimmy Fallon. And he talks about the experience of actually hosting a show and um, paving the way for a new kind of uh, show. So enjoy. We got a caller. Uh,
0: I, I, th- I think this just might be our mystery guest. Let's see who it is.
1: WAB. You- Good morning. This is NBC. Who
2: am I speaking with? This is <laughs> hey, Eric. I have Jimmy Fallon for you.
0: Jimmy Fallon? The one and only? Like He's the, the one Jimmy, and Fallon?
2: Only Jimmy Fallon?
0: Jimmy Fallon. Who I'm I'm excited. Yes. You be, you better one.
1: patch him on through. I heard about this guy.
2: Okay, <laughs> I will bring him on. Have fun with him.
0: Okay? Thanks so yeah. much. Talk
1: we'll have, have a great time.
2: Okay, you have about ten minutes. Jimmy, I have you connected with W R. U. B. Hello?
0: Jimmy Fallon, good morning.
2: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thanks oh, for, thanks, thanks
0: for coming on. Thanks for coming on. You are on WRUV Radio right now in, in Buffalo, New at York?
1: the University of Buffalo.
2: That's pretty cool, man. I've been there a couple times over at... It's a B-Lo, B-Lo. great city,
1: right? Drunk, the m- most drunk and highest city in the world.
2: I went to Buffalo once. I just did a gig out there, but I had roommates from Buffalo and they called to call it all the time.
1: Oh, yeah, that's how it works.
0: The, the no. Buffalo. Congratulations on your awesome first year of the Late Night with Jimmy Fallon show.
2: Oh, thanks, man. Pretty, I can't believe we've been on for a year. It's just look, I'm stuttering. It's just, it just went by so fast.
0: Yeah, and and you've really done a, a great job filling some some big shoes with Conan O'Brien leaving.
2: No, it's like, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. I appreciate you saying that. Like, hey. I love Conan. Not only was he great for he was on for sixteen years and he was great, but uh, that was my first talk show I ever went on ever.
1: Wow, you know it's a tremendous accomplishment, and one of the really cool things is that you're yourself you're just so genuine on the show and it's awesome- it's just so awesome and it's a totally different style than uh you know let's say like a letterman or Leno, and even a different style than conan and we were talking a little bit before you called then how you're paving a new way for for what talk shows look like and I think it's great
2: oh cool thanks man I think you know it, the the good the good thing for us is that we're on so late we're on like twelve thirty, so I don't mm. really think people. Like, the NBC cares what we do. <laughs> so, if you have free reign, it's, so we're like, it's almost like Animal House up in our offices. It's just a bunch of writers running around going, What about this? And you, what about that? And you, yeah, let's try this. And who knows? And how about this band? Yeah, I like that band. And, you know, they don't have a label. It doesn't matter. Let's book them. Let's this? All right. Hey, we're running a show, you guys. We have a show to do. And it's just exciting every day. You just go, Hey, we got a new show. And if if it sucks you got another show tomorrow okay, live live tell, uh, live another day
0: yeah absolutely and i i think that's the one really cool thing about your show is is that it, it just feels so so genuine and it it feels so like it just an honest reflection of of you guys and and your staff it just looks like you have such a good time doing oh
1: yeah like, if the cameras were off you'd be making lost parodies in your basement
2: oh my god dude the lost <laughs> parodies so here's the deal with that so the, the truth about that is we have no budget here so we want to make sure that we can do we wanted to shoot things in our office and like what, we can't build a set, so we found a deserted floor. <laughs> in, in NBC, like, we were just tooling around. We have keys, and we just, we, we used our IDs, and we found a deserted floor. So, dude, we should totally do a lost party. <laughs> uh, usually the girl who writes those is uh, Amy Aldo. She's a great writer. But this guy, Mike Descends, who used to write for The Onion, he writes the, uh, he writes the lost parody. He goes, what if we have a do, the elevator crashes on a deserted floor, and you guys <laughs> can't get off because the a show lost. So it's just so dumb. And We're, we're going to shoot another one tonight after work. It, fun. It,
0: it, 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 it's really a, a good time watching the show, and that, that lost parody is, is really—it almost feels like lost. You know what I mean? It's just so ridiculous and so silly, but it's it, at the same time, it almost—it it has that kind of production of a real, really popular television show. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the uh, Michael Blyden directs those things, man. He's awesome. He's got just—we have one camera, and like everyone's game. Like the fun part is, it's almost like you're friends with a video camera at your house. You have really good editors and really good cameramen. But it's, uh, yeah, and really good lighting. But it's the exact same thing. Just having fun, and if everyone's on the same page, it's it just it's just a blast. I don't know. It just it kind of makes you feel like a kid again. You're it's, like oh, it shows.
1: It so shows you, that you just have an amazing team, that the communications open, that you're having fun. I th-
2: yeah, I think it's like the thing is like when you're having a blast, it's like time flies, and you go, oh my god, that ended up being funny. Like yesterday, we had Robert Pattinson on the show. Yeah, we and, saw that. Yeah, and so we had that thing. Robert is bothered. I always do, you know, the thing where I, am, I, I pretend I'm Robert Pattinson. I climb up in a tree, and I have a journal with me, and I just talk about things that bother me. Valentine. Yeah, it was like uh, am I supposed to find a baby with a bow and arrow? Romantic. Is that what I'm supposed to find? A romantic, a fat baby with a weapon. And That bothered. So we do the whole thing, and I asked him, I was like, oh, I asked his people. I was like, does he want to do a bothered? And they were like, no, he does not bothered. He does not want to do it. He's not a fan. He doesn't like it. I'm like, all right. No problem, we'll do something else. And then, yeah, and then Sunday, we get a phone call from his uh, manager. Robert loves Robert's (laughs) father. He saw it, he likes it, he thinks it's cool, he wants to do one. So I'm like, all right, great. So we totally called Amy, and uh, she wrote it up on Sunday. And then we got the whole thing geared. He came at 4 o'clock. We were up, I was in the wig, and we were up in the tree for 15 minutes, shot the whole thing,
0: (laughs) and then went on the air
2: at 5.30. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, he seemed like a really cool guy. And he, he totally played into everything. He even did the the, the blowing things up with the the eye lasers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he got lasers out of his eyes. Yeah, that was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. But you were talking about how you have such a, a wonderful um... staff and a, a great group of people um, working on your show. You have the Roots as your house band. Like oh. most talk shows, don't have any band nearly as popular as the Roots are. How did you come across getting them as your house band?
2: I swear to God, it's just. You, I just I, just ask. I mean, it's like the worst thing to say is no. My, my my friend, Neil Brennan, he, used to, he produced a Chappelle show. Right. I, I, I was friends with him and I'm talking to him for advice about putting together my talk show. And he's like, who are you thinking for a house band? I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. He's like, I work with The Roots. They're great. I'm like, you think The Roots would be my house band? He goes, no, but they might know somebody. I was like, oh, okay. So then I figured, why well, not just ask The Roots and see what's up. And then that's one of those things I think it reminds me of college. Like you get this band and they're like your roommates, but you don't know if you like your roommate. You're that's just him. with your roommate. That's just what happens. Somebody somebody puts you together with somebody. Absolutely. And you don't know if you're gonna get along, you just figure it out and then as this year progressed, man, do we get along and I'm so blessed and so psyched to have the roots that they're the greatest most talented band in the whole wide world. and so every day it's like a new adventure. Those dudes just love playing music and they love acting and they love being close to Philly. Absolutely, that's and awesome.
0: a, they actually came to Buffalo not too far back, and, and they just put on a, a fantastic show. And I, I can only imagine the, the stuff they're able to do for you every
2: day. Oh, uh, I was up there with I was at the Olympics with those guys, and they they played the uh, medal ceremony. And yeah, I know what you're saying like they were it was so cold outside. It was an outdoor event they, they, that there was steam coming off all of them. It looked like the stage had like dry ice all over the stage. It was just the roots just like sweating and putting 150 percent into their performance. It was just great. Right, that's
1: so funny.
0: That's, that's exactly what they do. But you've had a very successful first year, like we were talking about. Congratulations again. But who has been your favorite guest so far that you've had on?
2: It, it changes every other week. and whoever's, I like people that are that are nice.
0: <laughs> that, that's a good thing.
2: That always helps, yeah. But we do. It, it depends. I like Robert De Niro. Was great. Uh, I see Chris Stewart was fun. We had some of the flooded sports guys I've had luck with. They've been really cool.
1: And then you had the world champion on.
2: Oh, my gosh. Dude. I had world champion Judah Friedlander last night.
1: And he's amazing.
2: <laughs> Dude, uh, we got the baby moving. By the way
1: <laughs> you put the batteries in?
2: Yeah, we put the batteries in, got the baby down. It is a creepy baby. It's fantastic. It, it was
0: creepy when it didn't talk or do anything. You,
2: you no, might... it's even creepier. You gotta see i I might do I'll show it tonight maybe.
0: You definitely gotta put it on. What yeah, it does is he, do he, he
2: sticks his neck out like uh like he's doing a duck walk. And he plays it's this Japanese song called Rock and Roll that <laughs> plays. It's so weird. It's so <laughs> awesome. Like he starts dancing around his head is bobbing, like his neck is Got like a chicken neck type thing, <laughs> and and then he sees like this. He goes like rock and roll, and it, it's so awful. It's the creepiest baby. But now I have it. But totally expected
1: from a, like from a gift from Judah Freelander.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I, I was like I, I didn't expect a gift. I do not want a gift, but you know what? Now, now I have it.
1: Yeah, dude. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna say that later today I'm gonna go to Pier One Imports. I'm gonna get you a coaster. <laughs> uh, we're gonna put. No, that, that's what I'm gonna do. I just decided. Put be w- yeah, yeah, w- on we, it. We're, what gonna, color, we're gonna send what color it to you. Oh, uh, what color do you want?
2: You well, I mean, probably the gold, right?
1: Okay, we'll look for gold, and we'll 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 sign it, and we'll give you a T-shirt. Which size T-shirt? Are? Which size uh, T-shirt? Right now I'm you?
2: rocking a large these days.
1: Awesome! So we'll get you a large T-shirt. We'll send it down to you.
2: You guys are awesome.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> that's congratulations
0: that's so much, dude.
1: Thanks for so the accomplishment. Much,
0: yeah, congratulations on an awesome first year. Keep up the great work, and thanks again for taking time out of your busy day to, to give us a call here in Buffalo. We do appreciate it. I love it, man. Hey,
2: thanks, guys.
1: Thank you, and we, and we love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Just have a fun time. You're going to make the world a happier place because of it. And absolutely. Make an appearance down in Buffalo once in a while.
2: All right, cool, pals. I'll <laughs> give you a call if I do.
0: Cool, dude. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. There so you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Jimmy Fallon calling in to our wonderful little dude, radio station. Dude, it was, it was great. That was, that was phenomenal. It was every, I think everything I hoped it would be. It was more than I hoped it would be. He's
1: just such Dude, a- he was stuttering. I know, he was like, <laughs> he, he said was, that, he said, like, I'm stuttering on the radio right he, now. <laughs>
0: he, he might have been more nervous than I was. He was totally cool, and, and, and he's just a down-to-earth guy. Everything know, he, he is on TV, you know what I mean? Yeah.